Okay. Uh, today's daf is daf ted vav, and we'll just go a little bit back over what we said in last year. So, if you recall, we said Rabiona Bayi So, if you purchase fruit from an amaret, we said, and then you did hafrashat demai, then you just discovered it was tevel. Now, what's the din? Do we say that it is like effectively koveya, or as we saw previously, um, the conclusion was it's it's as if once you discovered it's tevel, it's almost mevatel that what you did beforehand. And the reason for that is because because if you don't say it's batel, then we run into the problem, if you recall, in our Mishnah. Where in case it was mechetza, mechetza, we said if it's in the, if it went in the marketplace, in mechetza, people take it to uh, to the marketplace, therefore it should be considered already kovela maser, and half the people take it home. So therefore you've got a suffix, exactly what to do with these things. We said in the marketplace, you can't eat from a, from a snack just in case it's that product that's brought to the market, therefore you have to treat it as demai. But when you get home, we said you have to treat it as bada tevla just in case it's from those people that take it home and it wasn't, hasn't yet reached uh, kviyot yet. And we said that if you, it, that, that unless you say that once it hit, hits home, that the demai, the umafrish is, is absolutely batel, What's going to be the problem? The problem is you're going to be telling people to take things out of order. They're going to mafrish maserish or masasheni mishum demai in the market. When they get home, now they have to mafrish from a gadola. And now we're telling people to do things out of order. So it must be, that's, a, that's what that was shit to Rebiona, or, or the question of Rebiona, but it seemed to suggest at that point that, um, oh, yeah, I guess including Rebiona, but, but that, that it must be that, that the demai almost undoes itself once it becomes a day. Okay? So we said, Rebiosi Barabun says no. That in the case of 50-50, it's not that it becomes undone once you get home. Rather, at the, at the time, you have to do hafrashah bitnai. Meaning, in when you're in the marketplace, you says, if this is from the products that people bring to market, then I will mafrish this, I'll treat it, I'm, I'm treating it as demai. But if it's not, then what I'm doing is efes, is absolutely nothing. Why? Now he brings a different problem that, 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 that will be a, that uh, otherwise it would cause. Not that you'll end up doing things out of order, but rather because otherwise what would happen? Unless you use it tonight, this would be the following. Uh, this is how it would play out. You are mafrish maiserish on the market. As soon as you get home, Suddenly we say it becomes, we treat it like Tavel. That means the Maiserishon I took becomes Tavul Latrumagdola. I have a Mafrish Trumagdola from it. That's like another problem that would, that, that would result if you, if you didn't use it type of tonight. So therefore, um, it must be that you have to use it tonight to say that if it's, you know, if that's, um, if it's really Demai that I'm treating as Demai. If not, then it's nothing. And then you do the Hafrasha all over again at the other end. Okay. Um, fine. Yeah, fine. Let's so let's continue. So um Reb Khan goes to more detail, but I think it's enough. Okay, now now we say mechetza mechetza basada metak metakna damai or machnisala if you machnisala labaitem metakna vaday. So he said that uh this is this is the case we've been dealing. The Reb Chaim says this is almost like amamar when we see in the uh we see in the bavli. And we're going back over this uh, this case. So if it's half the people take it to market and half the people take it home, then if it's in the field and you find it, then we say you have to treat it as demai. But if once you bring it home, you have to treat it as vaday. You know, the choshish lakan lakan like we've been saying. So let's have a look. So here we're asking a different question. He says, okay, you're taking this home now. You're treating this as what? As Vade Tevel. 
So therefore, what do you do when it's Badatel? You mafresh from a gudola. Then you master master sheni, and the master, then you take a master sheni, master rich on the master sheni. Okay, but the problem is, what if it's not? What if it's? What if this is something that was taken? This is um, from the foods that is normally taken to market, and it's not vade tevel. That means the truma gadola you took first didn't need to be separated. And if that's the case, it's tavul if you like to master rishon. You hear the question? Meaning, if it's vade tevel. You're kosher to that side. That's why I said you bring it in your house. If the choshesh is vada tevel, But again, it's a suffix. What the case is, it could be products that already hit kiyot like uh, it was a product that would have been taken to market, and therefore it was tevel prior to that, and it could have been the amaretzid of Russia, so we should be treating as damai. Therefore, you didn't need to take out that trumagdol in the beginning. So then you're running to a problem. If I give this trumagdol to a kohen, I'm not really giving trumagdol. I'm giving him something that's tavul l'maserishon. So what do you do? So how can you say you definitely, when you get home, you definitely mafresh trumagdol. So that's another problem built into our suffix. So we say, ah, Amrav, and I says, b'koresh shem al maserotav. So in other words, you have to really inform the kohen exactly what's going on. You give him this. What you do is you give it to him and he's Koreshem Maiser. So what he does is he receives it and he almost stipulates in his head that, oh, I'm going to call this Maiser Rishon, the Mai, just in case, right? And then on the other thing, and then I'm also going to Mafrish, if you like, Truma, Truma Maiser within that Maiser. Okay, so there's not Tabula Maiser Rishon. Now, because it's the Mai, he can keep it all anyway. So the Kongo doesn't lose anything, but he has to what's called still do Koreshem the Maiser Rotav, that which he's receiving in order to Get out of the suffix here that it was really demai to start with. Ari Reb Chaim, he says, in other words, that trumagadol you're talking, give it to the Kohen. Okay. However, we said you still have to be choshish, so maybe you need to separate the trumagadol and it's tabul la maserisha. And masashing, really. So this, if, what is it? Bekoresh shem la masrotav. He is koresh shem la masrotav. Utrumagadolah mineo bay. He's Koresh Shem on that for his, for his master. So he calls it Master Rishon, and then he calls it, and then he's Mafresh Trumagdola Mineo Bay within it. But then the coin can keep it all anyway, because the coin can keep, firstly, he's Ladi the Trumagdola. And secondly, if it's Master Rishon, because it's the, it, it, because, because it would be the May Master Rishon, he doesn't have to give it to a lady anyway, he'd be able to keep it. Nimsa coin in a Mafsid Klum, the Master Rishon, but the May Lola Mark Fan Latzmo, he can keep it for himself. Okay. He doesn't have to give it to a coin because he's a coin himself and can keep it for himself. Okay, so that's how we sort of get around that problem. Okay, now the Gemara says, until now we've been discussing with a case where we're talking about finding, say, figs or things like that. That's the Vasha in Log Gorin. That's something that doesn't have a Gorin, meaning as soon as it fills a basket, that's when it's, uh, it's, it's Kovea. However, about the Vashi Yeshla Gorin is something like, for example, grain or wheat that you, you take the threshing floor. That's different because we say that, that in that situation, even if you find it and you treat it as, um, treat it, and this is Barov that, um, here, I'll just read Bechaim. He says, um, he says, this is the middle case. Barov Machnisim Labatim. So if you recall the middle case, if it's a case where most people know, most people take it to their home, then you have to treat it as vade tevel, we said, correct? So you can eat it as a snack, perhaps in the marketplace, and you can take, when you take it home, you have to mafresh everything. So what we're saying now, that only applies to things that are like figs that you fill in a basket. However, things that you take to the goren, right, they're threshed out and the like, we says you don't have to mafresh trumagdola. Why? 
Kahadatani, as we learned elsewhere, that what? Matzah peyrot memurachim besadeh. You find produce that is smoothed out in a nice pile in the sadeh. If they're if they're in an orderly fashion, we say asurim mishum gezel, the owners aren't mafkirat. And then if it's, however, mufuzarim, if it's all scattered all over the place, then we say mutarim mishum gezel because it seems to be hefkir. It seems to be the owners forgot it behind and they're mafkirat. However, benkach or benkach, whether it's hefkir or not, you have to chayavim, your chayavim amasurim to me trumagdola. So why Now there's two very important points to pull out of this brighter. One is that even if it's hefger, you still have to do half rasha trumasamaisra. Why? Because hefger is only patum trumasamaisras if it's before miruachakri, earlier on in the play, in the, in the stage. However, if he's already smoothed over the pile and it reached a kfiot maestro, it doesn't matter if he's mafger, it's still got a chiyot trumasamaisras. So that's why you have to separate maestros whether or not it's hefger or not. However, what it's saying, you don't have to worry about Truma Gadola. Why? Because again, what they would normally do is because you only need a small amount to potter the whole big pile when it comes to Truma Gadola, already at the Goren, then Mafresh Truma Gadola. That's the point. The point is, if you're talking about something that has a Goren, that has a, like a, you know, you collect it together and you thresh it out and, pi- and form a pile, in that case, we say that the, the Balabai in general, even Ama Arts, and everyone would separate Truma Gadola at that stage. And so therefore, Again, back to our case, where you find some, uh, let's say you find a pile of grain now. And it's, um, and it's a place where Rov, B'nai Adam, are bring, bringing it to their house. So therefore, we normally, Mishnah says, you have to treat that as Vadek Tevel. Nonetheless, you don't have to worry about Trimagdola, because assumption is the Balabait, when he did the whole threshing and separating the, from the wheat, from the chaff, et cetera, et cetera, that, um, that he already separated Trimagdola. Okay. Um, fine, because it says she shall lagorin she care. They wouldn't remove the corn without um, Ellen Kim. Uh, sorry, that Ellen Kim nitarma unless he would have already taken trumagdola. Okay, let's continue. Next case, masro mehechan nitalot min habayt or min asada. So the Gemara is asking an interesting question. Okay, we understand that normally what would happen? Everyone would separate trumagdola ideally in a field. What about the other masro, masro rishon, masro sheni? Where's the ideal place where one should be separating those? Okay. Lechatchila should be in the field as well in order to avoid any takala, any uh, mistake that somebody taught Tevel, or is it only once it's bauluk, it's brought into the house where it's come to the point of chiyuvadai? Like, when's the best place? When lechatchila should you separate the masarish from masarshin? Okay. Truma Gadol, we know about. They would do it already when they're smoothed over the pile. The question is, when would, um, when, what about the other master? So we try and bring a lot of different proofs. The proof is as follows Nishmin Mahada. Well, I can bring you proof in this case. We have got a case of Chaver Shemet. Chaver is someone, again, who is trusted. We discussed this previously. can be trusted with the laws of uh, not just Trumas Amasra, but also Tumantara. And he passed away. And he, and he left a, a, um, a storeroom full of produce. Even if he, he only filled that storeroom that day, we assume that what that they've already um, everything's been uh, everything's been taken. Okay, so the assumption therefore is what the assumption is that it must be that it, that we assume he did it when there and then or in the field. It must be that he already did it in the field because if only, if he's brought it in that day, if he's brought it in that day, how can we be assuming he's done it now? Because I'll explain this. I'll explain it in a minute. So let me read you Ruchaim. 
says, this, in other words, the Shema Tamar, you might think, no, Lulamba Baiti Nitlot. No, maybe he brought it into the storeroom and did it there and then. That's why I'm making an assumption. That's why it says because he would have had time as soon as he brought her in quickly to Afrasha. Because if not, because if he didn't have the chance before he died, he would have told the family, I brought her in the storehouse. Sorry, I didn't get a chance. That's what you might think. So, so we say, so we say that's not the case. Why? That can't be the assumption because it, who says that in the hour before he died, maybe he lost, uh, he, he, you know, went dizzy. He, he, he wasn't, he, he wasn't all there. So therefore, and therefore you can't say that he would have warned the family because he wasn't in the right state of mind to warn the family. So therefore, the fact that we can make the assumption that everything's been separated must mean it wasn't there. And then it must have been he was done earlier on when it was in the field. Okay, you hear what I'm saying? So let me explain the, let me explain the, the logic again. If we say that everything in the storeroom is considered Mutokani, even if it was brought in Mutokani on the day he died, it must be that everything was done, did everything beforehand. Right? He, I mean, he, all that fresh was done in the field. So therefore, we see that the ideal place to do is in the field. Now, you might say, ah, but one second, maybe that maybe um, it was the, the reason why we say that, uh, that we can assume everything was uh, separated is because he did it before he died, after he brought it in. And had he not done, he would have told the family. So that's why we can make a good assumption. But the Gemara's, the Gemara's, the, the Gemara's argument is, but one second, how can you assume he was of sound state of mind in those moments before he died that he could have, Thought to tell his family, oh, I haven't done it yet. So the fact that we could say with absolute certainty that our was done, it must be done in the field. Okay. So the Gemara says, uh, so he says, so, um, um, so Amar, Amar Abun Barchia, no, Tifta Shemet Mitochishu. No, you can't bring a proof from this. Maybe the, that um, Mishnah is only talking, sorry, the Tosefta, maybe that, that, that uh, Bright is only talking about a case where the guy died of sound mind. Meaning he was one of his people that got into his bed. He was talking to his family and he wasn't feeling well, but he got into bed and he was able to uh, organize his affairs. Ah, so there could be the, still the Lachachil, a place to do it is in the house. And the fact that he didn't say anything when he was in a sound state, state of mind must mean he already did it. Okay. So you can't say you're Nitin Shemin because we're talking about a case when he was of sound state of mind. So again, you cannot bring a proof from that case that we have to say the Haprash ideal places in the field. So let's look at the next case. Rab Chananya b'Shem Rab Pinchas Shama Lamin Hacha. He learned it from here. Isur Chachani Tedli Mod Naton LaKiva Ben Yosef Chizkebol Aniim. Now this is an interesting case. This is a famous Mishnah where they were on a spinner on a boat and they came to Manbiur, and he had some. Um, I think it was Rabbi Gamliel. I think it was. Uh, what was the case? Yeah, it was Rabbi Gamliel. It was Rabbi Gamliel Zekanim on a spinner, and it was coming. This is in. Uh, Ma- we're going to learn about Mesech the Masasheni, and they were coming on the boat and it reached Manbiur. So what's he going to do? He had to quickly somehow do hafrasha on the boat for produce that was where? In his place, right? It wasn't near him. Now, the point is, if already it's Manbiur, it must be that it's not in the field anymore. It must be it's still, still, it's actually in the house. That's the context we understand in the case. Anyway, but it says in that case, you know, the, uh, the, the mice that I'm going to, that I'm going to, uh, in, in, that I'll be mafrish. That's going to be to Yehoshua. Yehoshua was a levy who was with him, Rabbi Yehoshua. And he says, and that's the mission says, and I'm renting out that place. So he can to him. And similarly, Akiva, why did he give it Akiva? Because Akiva would represent the Anim because it, it was project from the sixth year. So that would be Maser. The second Maser would be Maser Ani. So that was, he was arranging how to do all the Hafrasha in that Mishnah. But it's quite clear that he hadn't done Hafrasha yet. 
and it's, because it's close to his mum it must be the produce already in the house, no longer in the field. So you see the ideal place from here is actually the Haprasha in the house of Masarish Masasheni and not in the field. That's his raya. Next, Rabchia Bar Abba says, Shamalimina Macha. I learned you from this case. Mishael Perob Ben Megura. So we've got um, produce in his storeroom. Menatan Sela Ben Levi Vesela Ani. And there he does a partial hafrasha. There's another Mishnah we'll learn where he gives only, let's say it could be a thousand seah in this storeroom. He give one seah to a Levi, one seah to an Ani. And the Machalkut is, how much can you now eat? Can you eat eight seah based on that hafrasha? That's what the Mishnah discusses. We'll, we'll learn about there. However, Hada Amram in bite. The fact that we're talking about Afrasha when it's already in the storeroom is saying that it seems to be the Lachachila place is doing the storeroom and not in the field. So that's proof number two, if you like, that it should be done in the storeroom. Now, however, uh, in the house, sorry, so, or, or when it's already not long in the field. So Rav Abba Mari Shamalimihacha, he brings a different proof. He, this is talking about Vidu Maser. And in Vidu Maser, the, the, um, the Gemara goes through all, the Mishnah actually goes through all the different um, uh, is Dorish the whole the, the whole video maaser to explain what yeah, the... Kodesh ah so what's so the mission is Dorish Minabai is not talking about Truman it's talking about Zuchala. so in other oh. words what's the what's the the hafrasha that is exclusively related <laughs> to the house that is Chala ah hada amar that must mean Truman since it's not in a bite, must be referring to the best place to do in the sade. That's uh, exactly it, right? So we gather that we've got some some of Ryan bringing it from the, the proof from the best place in the house and some from the sade, and we'll leave it there. Okay, let's continue. Let's let's next Mishnah. Now we finally get to the Mishnah we've been discussing already prematurely, and this is if you find some um, now kitzot is these are figs that are. The reason why they're called Ksitzot, they're, they're spread out usually in the field to dry. Why are they called Ksitzot? They're called Ksitzot because Al Shema Ismail, the knife, she is to cut them. Okay, so that's why they're called Ksitzot. It's Al Shem, the tool that was used to prepare them. So you find the Ksitzot Baderech. I feel a bit sad, sad, even if it's next to a field where they're actually drying out these such, such figs. Um, then we say, even a, even a fig tree hanging over the field, uh, over the road. And you find some things underneath it. We say, you can have them. And also, in other words, mamanot wise, it's ownerless. Also, therefore, it's also because it's hefker, you don't have to do any afrasha from a Okay. Now that is, and we'll look at the contrast in a minute. However, because zaitim v'cheruvim, when it comes to olives and carobs, that's different. If they're fallen underneath the tree, or that tree, then you're chayavim. Then you have to give it back to the, or you're not, in other words, they're not considered hefker. The chayavim ha'prashat shumasamaisra, and chayavim shumgezel, you've got to give it back to the owner. Now, what's the difference? The difference is, is because figs, when they fall, they're going to spoil. However, when it comes to these olives and carobs, it's, the expression is meaning the appearance of them, it's clear where they came from. So therefore, the Baalim are not going to meet Yaish from it. And therefore, they're going to, it's going to be clear that um, they're, they're, therefore it's not considered owners. Okay. Um, I'll just read it. Okay. When it falls, 
because it's softer, it's going to get spoiled. But to like a siman, there's no siman that it came from there. It could have fallen from someone's pocket walking down the street. It's not, it's not clear it necessarily came from that tree. Therefore, the Baal Mitashimah. Okay, that's the difference. What about Grogarot? Now, Grogarot here actually dried out figs. Okay, so time Shikfar Yavshu. Now, Im Darsurov Bene Adam, if we're talking about a t- a, a, the, the time of year, importantly, where most of the Balabatim have already, or most field owners that are work with such figs, have already pressed out dry figs, even in the barrel, in the form like we've been discussing, then we can assume that this fig you found has already reached Gemara Malacha. Therefore, you'd be chayef. However, in love, if most people haven't already done that process, then it hasn't reached Gemara Malacha. It's a dried out fig on the roadside, and therefore there will be patr. Okay, that's the important thing. What about matzah pilchei dvela? So pilchei dvela here is refer- after they're press them in a, in a, in a gul, like a form, they make a cake, then they cut into plachim, right? They cut into slices. So you find a pilchek dvela, then it's no question anymore. Yechayev to do it, it would be uh, considered a tevel. Uh, even if the, the owners were like mitiyayish, it doesn't matter because it's in yush, after Gemara Malacha, it doesn't make it part of Shumas HaMasra. So therefore, we do Shemud Davar Gamur. Okay. However, let's continue. Hacharuvim adshelokin san roshagag. Now, we discussed this case before. When it comes to carrots, before, and, until it's reached the Rosha Gag, until it's piled there, in, that's when it's, um, so it's dried out, reaches the Rosha Gag, and that's when it's Malacha, placed on the roof. Then you can rim and you can take some to feed your behema, your animal, upatur, and it's patur, meaning you don't have to, what, you, can, it's, you don't have to separate from a samasra, you can, it's considered like eating a snack-like fashion, or mitneshu machzir etamotar, because any remainder you're going to put back. And as we explained previously, if you take something that hasn't reached Malacha, and the leftovers you're going to put back, it's not considered kovea when you take it at that time. And we saw this case, if you remember previously, of why, even, why uh, we, I think a day or two ago, um, where, um, in other words, normally Rabbi Kiva says, if you're having something that's left for drying, you have to eat it mamash by the mukta, if you recall. So it's mukhiach that it has a rich malacha. When it comes to these animals, if we record, even though it's not there at the place where they're going to be left to dry, you can still feed the animals because... Since people don't feed dried out carobs to their animals, it's clear that it hasn't reached Bar Malacha. Okay. Now the question is, what does it mean if you feed it to your animals? The Gemara is going to address that towards the end of the day. Let's continue. So if you recall, the first case in the Mishnah was if you find these or tzitzot, sorry, um, at the bottom, underneath a the tree, then you can keep them because it's assumed to be hefker. Um, and that's only if it was a tree overhanging the derech, the road. If, however, it's between you and your neighbor's house, then with, that's a different story because you know where it came from and the, and the owner knows if it falls, there's going to be clear where it came from. So there's no people are just walking through another field and dropping food. So therefore, it's not going to be hefker. Okay, next. Hazetim v'charavim, am rabiona. When it comes to zaytim v'charavim, we said their appearance makes it clear where they came from. However, here what we're saying is, when do we say it's not hefker? That's when the zayt falls underneath the zayt, or a charuv falls underneath the charuv. However, if there are charuvim 20 meters or 30 meters from a carob tree, then aval imatzat zaytim tachat charuvim v'charavim tachat zaytim, then Lobada, then there would be Hefker because it's not necessarily Mamash Mochiach where it came from. Okay, let's continue. Mat, this is Matzah Gragorot im Darsarov ben Adam. So the Gemara asks this question. Okay, you found these figs that are dried out. Okay, where would they dry them out? 
wouldn't they dry them out in the batim? So if that's the case, if they're dried out in the batim, then then what? Then it should be. In other words, if you're finding these figs that are dried in the field somewhere, by a field, then it must be that it hasn't reached Marmalacha, because why? Where would they where would they dry out the figs? They dry them out in the house. That's when it's reached Marmalacha. So the fact you're finding in the field means it hasn't reached that point of Marmalacha. Okay? So again, if we said if you find if you find these grogorot, these dried figs, if it's a play, if it's a time, if it's a time where the most of them are being like drusot and dried out and pressed, then we say yochayev because it's reached mamalachay to separate from samastro. But now we're saying, but one second, I don't understand. If it's at the, if it's in a time where they're drying them out, and where do they do the drying out? They don't do it in the field. They do it by it. So therefore, that's when it's reached Marmalacha, when they're, that, that's, where, that's the location where it's being performed. So if you find it in the, somewhere on the, like on the side of a field on the roadside, the fact that it's dried out must be that it was, was just dropped, earlier, dropped earlier on in the process, and someone's trampled on it and it's dried out, but it's being left in the sun. So therefore, why does it say, Yochayv, to do our frash of Okay? So the very simple answer is, Amarabum barchia, tiftar bishrop torosibasadot. We're talking about a case where most people are Doris them in the field. And then it's very simple. So therefore, it's not Dorosim Babayit, they're Dorosim Basadot. So that's why it can be certain as Rechukmar Malachah, and therefore Yochai. So Rabzira Bayi, Be'enu Nikeret Im Druso Im Einu Drusa. Can't you tell the difference if it's been professionally dried or if it's just trampled on the street? So we say, um, no. Amar of Shul, Pamim Shehi Poka Tachat Agalgal, Vi Drusa, Vini Recha Einu Krusa. Sometimes what can happen is, that you can have one that in part of the pressing process or the drying and the squashing process, we say that it popped out the side. And therefore, it would have, might have, have the appearance of one that's been trampled on the street and not professionally done, but it has been part of the professional, professional completion and therefore be already tabled. And similarly, sometimes when someone's walking, they might stand on a fig that's left on the roadside. Uh, and it wasn't professionally finished, it wasn't reached Marmalacha, but it has appearance of it. So in other words, the appearance of a dried out fig, how it looks on the street, you have no clue, you would have no clue whether it's part of reached Marmalacha or it's just been trampled on in the street. That's that's the idea. Okay. However, what's interesting here is Amr Rebelazar says, how did the Tema, now we're going to change quite a bit here based on the Hagotograph. He says, Kulam Kulam Dorsim when do you have to do, when you, when do we when sorry when do we say that if you find this grogarot on the street and we said that if it's makom if it's a time so imdasurov ben adam that you treat as bad tevel that's when shukulam dorsim basadeh when every single person that is the practice to press them out in the field aval b'makom I still read the hagot the change of the Reb Chaim aval b'makom shurov dorsim basadot if only a majority do that's not strong enough why. Because you've got two miyots here, a miyot of people that might do it in the house and a miyot of people that have not yet done it yet, those two miyotim would come and destroy the rov. Okay? So that's why it must, that's why Rabbi Lazar's cholak and it says it, it's not enough to say that rov do it in the field to say that's when you're chayev to like you treat as vado tevel and it's, uh, um, but rather it has to be where it's, Everything, like it, it's the practice. Everyone does a standard practice. Everyone drives that on the field. Okay. That's otherwise you'd have these two miutim that would destroy the rov. Okay. And you wouldn't go by the rov. 
Okay, let's just, um, I don't want to end the duff, let's get to the Mishnah, so because this closes off our discussion in the Mishnah. If you recall, we said in the Mishnah, the last case was that, um, let me just get it for you, it says, the Charuvim Achal Kinsan Roshagag, you can worry behind, you could take some down and feed it to your animal. The question is, the Gemara says, why are you feeding it to animal? Why don't you say, you can eat as a human being? So the Gemara says, Itani Tani, you can learn from here, It's not the right practice, it's not appropriate for a Tamachacham to eat in the market. That's why it says you give it to who? You give it to, it, the, the Mishnah is talking about giving it to animal and not taking it for yourself. They were eating the market. So he says, what? He's, he was go'er by him. He was telling them off. He said, what, you eat in the market? Right? And they, they almost like, all right, let's get, we'll, we'll take the bill here. We'll take the check. And then they, they, they stopped eating because they were rebuked from eating. So we see, he quite, in other words, what the, the Mishnah is telling, teaching us, there are herits along the way. When it says the cheruvim, you can morid lahem, you can give them to your animals, but don't you dare take it for yourself because it's not the derech v'tamachacham to eat in the marketplace. That's sort of what we're there. Almost like the, the derech herits we, look, we learned from this mission is teaching halachas by Trumas and Master. Okay. Oh yeah, thank you. Uh,